Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24:15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We are continuing in our series, The Eight Basic Events of the End Time. Yesterday, we almost finished up speaking about the marriage supper of the Lamb. Let's remind ourselves what the Holman New Testament commentary says about the Spirit and the Bride. It says, The Spirit and the Bride are those who together make evangelism possible. The Bride is the church, corporately and individually witnessing about her bridegroom through lifestyle and lips. The Spirit is certainly the Holy Spirit who is responsible to convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. Without the bride's witness, the spirit is voiceless. Without the spirit's witness, the bride is powerless. Thus, together these two join in urging the world to come to salvation in Christ. Only the one who hears the gospel and has responded in faith can summon others to share in that salvation. Thus, the second come stands to remind all who have heard the good news that they are responsible to invite others to Christ. The only person who can respond to the gospel is the one who is thirsty and aware of a need for eternal life. Isaiah prophesied it well in chapter 55 using words such as, Ho! Come! Buy! Eat! Listen! Hear! Live! Seek! Call! Return! Let me read it to you in Isaiah 55 verses 1 through 3. He says, Ho! Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you who have no money, Come, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. And that's the covenant that's taking place at the marriage supper of the Lamb. He continues in verse 6 saying, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. It's interesting that both Isaiah and Revelation declare it's without charge. Revelation twenty-two seventeen in the Living Bible puts it this way. The spirit and bride say, come, let each one who hears them say the same, come, let the thirsty one come, anyone who wants to, let him come and drink the water of life without charge. You see, it's called the marriage supper of the lamb, Accept the invitation, the invitation for salvation and redemption and to be married by covenant to God and to be at the marriage supper of the lamb. When does this take place? 
Well, let me remind you of our chart. And for those who are listening, I'm offering all my notes from this series as a PDF for free. If you will write to me at Pastor Jim, P-A-S-T-O-R-J-I-M, at TMH, which stands for The Master's House, TMH, and then the word now, N-O-W dot org. Again, that's Pastor Jim at tmhnow.org. If you'll write to me and request my teaching on the eight basic events of the end times, I'll be glad to send it to you for free. It's a 58-page document with all of my notes, scriptures, and the charts. And this is the chart I'm talking about. It shows the eight events with the time allotment that it takes place and the scripture references. The first event is salvation. And that's to happen now because now is the day of salvation out of 2 Corinthians 6.2. And then the rapture comes. It happens in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. And only those who are saved will be in the rapture. That's out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. The third thing that comes is the tribulation. Seven years of trouble on the earth, except those who are raptured are up in heaven during this time. And while we're up in heaven during the tribulation period of seven years, two things take place. The first is the judgment seat of Christ, which we talked about. And the second is the marriage supper of the Lamb. That's taking place while the tribulation is going on on the earth, and we're up in heaven. What a great time we're having. I'm glad we're not on the earth. And the next event being the tribulation is what we're about to teach on. The fourth event that happens is the second coming of Christ in the battle of Armageddon. And that's out of Revelation chapter 19. The fifth event is the millennium the thousand-year rule and reign of Christ on the earth. And the sixth event is Satan is released and then cast into the lake of fire forever. The seventh event is the great white throne judgment. And the eighth event is eternity. Now, if I included both the judgment seat of Christ and the marriage supper of the Lamb, we're really talking about ten events. But you can get this chart and all of this material. Just write to me, Pastor Jim at tmhnow.org, and I'll be glad to send it to you. Revelation 22.5 in the Amplified Version says, And there shall be no more night, for they have no need for lamplight or sunlight, for the Lord God will illuminate them and be their light, and they shall reign as kings forever and ever through the eternities of the eternities. Wow, eternity, no time, amazing. But before we get to that one, let's talk about the tribulation now, event that I'm calling event number five. The tribulation is coming, and it will last for seven years. The word tribulation means affliction, anguish, and trouble. The tribulation period will be a time of affliction, anguish, and trouble. Daniel 12.1 says, At that time Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that time. And at that time your people shall be delivered, Everyone who's found written in the book. Well, there are several things that will happen during the tribulation. The first I call the trouble. We find it in Revelation chapter 6. We see war, famine, death. Christians are killed for their faith. Earthquakes. The sun becomes as black. The moon becomes as blood. Stars fall to the earth. The sky is rolled up like a scroll. Mountains and islands are moved out of their places. Then in Revelation chapter 8, it talks about hail and fire thrown to the earth. One-third of all the trees burned up. One-third of the sea becomes as blood. One-third of all sea life dies. One-third of all ships in the sea are destroyed. One-third of all water is polluted. One-third of the sun, moon, and stars are darkened. 
And then in chapter 9, we see the people are tormented and one-third of all mankind is killed. The second thing that happens is the Antichrist. In Revelation chapter 13, we find the Antichrist will be in power. He is a political ruler who will be empowered by Satan. He will dominate the world and receive worship from people. He will blaspheme God by saying he is God. He will persecute and make war with Christians. The third thing that will happen is the false prophet will come. Revelation chapter 13 tells us the false prophet will rise to support the Antichrist. The Bible calls him the beast from the earth. He forces people to worship the Antichrist or be killed. He performs miracles to deceive the people. He makes everybody take the mark of the beast, 666, on their right hand or forehead in order to buy or sell anything. The fourth thing that happens is the battle of Armageddon. That's in Revelation chapter 16. People will develop painful sores. Seas and rivers will be turned to blood. People will be scorched with heat. Darkness and pain will come. And then the battle of Armageddon will take place when Jesus will destroy the armies of the nations and set up his kingdom on the earth. Well, the fifth thing I call the good news. Because 2 Corinthians 6.2 says, Now is the day of salvation. So get ready for the rapture. Receive Jesus as your Savior today and miss the tribulation. Isaiah 26, 19 through 21 and 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18 says the rapture will take all Christians immediately to heaven and they'll miss the tribulation. And you can see on my chart the large arrow going from the rapture all the way to the second coming. That means we're up in heaven during the tribulation period. Romans 4.10, 2 Corinthians 5.10, and Revelation 19.7-9 say, While the tribulation is happening on the earth, those who were raptured will appear before the judgment seat of Christ and attend the marriage supper of the Lamb in heaven, which we've already learned about in both great events. And Revelation 19.11-21 tells us about the second coming of Christ. At the end of the tribulation, Jesus is coming back with the armies of heaven following him. That's us. We'll all be on white horses, and we'll study this in greater detail shortly. Some other good scriptures to read would be Mark chapter 13, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and of course, Revelation chapter 6 through 19. And then there's the discourse of Matthew chapter 24. I'm going to read verses 15 through 28. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, Whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath. For then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I've told you beforehand. Therefore, if they say to you, look, he's in the desert, do not go out. Or look, he's in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For where the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. 
And that brings us to event number four, the second coming of Christ and the Battle of Armageddon. I'm including both of those events because they both take place on a day. Revelation 19.11 says, Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. Yes, Jesus is coming back. He'll be on a white horse and have many crowns. And we'll be right behind him on our white horses, clothed in fine white linen. He's the King of kings and Lord of lords. The word of God manifest in the flesh. Revelation 19, 11 through 13 in the Amplified Version says, After that I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse appeared. The one who was riding it is called faithful, trustworthy, loyal, incorruptible, steady, and true. And he passes judgment and wages war in righteousness, holiness, justice, and uprightness. His eyes blaze like a flame of fire, and on his head are many kingly crowns, diadems, and he has a title, a name inscribed which he alone knows or can understand. He is dressed in a robe, dyed by dipping in blood, and the title by which he is called is the Word of God. I hate to stop here, but our time is up. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.